Hello, the internet, and welcome to Season 112, Episode 3 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, yeah. a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's share consciousness and say, officially, off the top, fuck the Koch brothers and their Coke Industries, fuck and fuck Fox News. It's fuck Wednesday, December 11th, 2019. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Breathe, breathe in the air. Don't be afraid to care. Leave, don't leave me. Look around, choose your O'Brien. Uh, courtesy of Hannah Sultan. What was that to the tune of? <laughs> Breathe by Pink Floyd. Wow. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yep. Nailed Should've it. Known that. Nailed it. And I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. Gray man. Ah, master of the Zeit Gang. Ah, champion of the Gange. He's the master of ED meds and cold brew for everyone. I fucked up that last part, but thank you so much to Aaron Appleyard for that day, man. Always sunny, AK. I think it's the second time I've done a version of that. That's like one of the few episodes I've actually seen of It's Always Sunny. It's Always Sunny. That and one where uh, Danny DeVito, Frank, that's mm-hmm. his character, they're like demonstrating uh, kitchen knives. Like they're selling kitchen knives and then he cuts himself terribly at the <laughs> demonstration, bleeding all over someone's house. Just those only those only moments I know from It's Always Sunny. I cut myself uh, in an acting class doing a <laughs> demonstration of a slicing machine. Like we had to like do a... Like a deli slicer? Uh, it was like one of those um, like spinner things that has oh, and they so were like, like yeah we were supposed to like do a uh, demonstration like use our hands and like just you know get, give yourself some business to do and i cut my finger wide open how isn't the whole thing like <laughs> well they, to be they were safe? like so you're supposed to like put this together for them and like basically do a qvc demonstration and i i failed is that when you're like <laughs> i'm not acting yeah that was that was it that uh, was for up an to acting that time, class yeah it was like it's supposed to be an easy a and <laughs> uh they're like in the meantime we're going to train it, you how to sell cut code right, you're not exactly gonna yeah. you're not going to make it uh <laughs> weirdly i was the only one who had to do that <laughs> everybody else was like doing shakespeare they're like and you do a qvc demonstration <laughs> idiot oh that's <laughs> fucked up like everyone's doing like these like really uh, right. moving monologues yeah and you uh just why don't you sell some no, homework that's ethical acting. Every acting teacher should make you learn <laughs> right. how to do something that's actually going to be worthwhile in yeah. your future. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. <laughs> why, why you, and uh, why don't you memorize this Cheesecake Factory do menu? Door to door knife sales. Uh, uh, hey, shout out to everybody who did Cutco, though. Well, yeah. we were thrilled to be joined. I had like three friends try to seat. sell my mom Cutco stuff. But then it's <laughs> that's how it always goes. Yeah. We're thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the hilarious and gifted Mr. Nick Casolini. Yeah, thank you so much, up, a.k.a. Man? Chinchillosaurus Rex. I don't wow. Have a, uh, Chinchillosaurus Rex. Chinchillosaurus Rex. Well, Chinchillosaurus Rex. Chinchillosaurus. Chinchillosaurus. Okay, yeah. good. I was going to say it makes me think of a sore on a chinchilla, yeah, yeah, but too, Saurus, you know? much better. Sorry uh, I didn't sing it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks Are for you, being uh, here, man. Is that an MC name? Uh, is that just an alter ego? It's, I don't know. I was just thinking, you guys just had such a... Uh, you know, zippy zappy, uh, zip zap zippy, zap zap. zap. <laughs> yeah, like you guys are so uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, beautiful with your AKAs. I just thank tried you. to come up with something. I but like I, that. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, well, we're gonna get to know you a little bit better in a moment. First, Great. we're gonna tell our listeners a couple of things we're talking about. Uh, Kit Harrington uh, responded to his Golden Globe nomination in a way that uh, very chill, very chill, very v chill, so chill. v uh, 
But it's probably the least like workshopped response, I think. Like it's not you know for a fact that this did not come from a publicist. No. It yeah. sounded like it well, reminds me of being high in a grocery store right. and seeing somebody from high school you haven't seen and right. they come up to you and go, Hey, what's up? How you been? Yeah. And the answer is never eloquent, good. Right. Yeah. Uh and full of weird sayings I've just made up. Yeah. Well, I feel like that would pretty much reflects his uh, performance in that last yeah, season. Yeah, that's right? what I'm not even sure he was. Like, yeah. he was nominated. Yeah. Really? yeah, was he the best part? Of- no, no, huh. definitely not. I mean, his character was fine and good, but no, he was no. definitely the least interesting acting in the whole. John Snow. Uh, that's my impression of him. Oh, that was fantastic. Uh, thank you. Why don't you put that uh, slap chop together? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you uh, go over there and <laughs> why don't you go uh, fold those cardboard boxes up? <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk about the articles of impeachment. Yeah, uh, have been in- introduced. Uh, no surprises here. Uh, we're going to talk about how the Republicans are dealing with that. We're going to talk about the Democratic senators demanding Stephen Miller resigns. We're going to talk about health and human services. Uh, petty, petty mess in petty. there. It's somehow, it's like every, it's like a new Scott Pruitt. Actually, we miss Scott Pruitt, Pruitt's antics at the EPA, uh, and now it's it's endemic. This whole administration just has these selfish scumbags yeah. who the shit that these people are trying to pull in in uh, human health and human services is it's it's, it's commendable. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about Pee Wee's Big Adventure, turning 35, <laughs> and uh, how they're celebrating that. Oh, yeah. Uh, password hygiene, uh, Taco Bell, testing some more fake meat, like fake meat uh, beyond the fake meat they've been using for years. Hey, but, hey, hey. Like hey, fake hey, meat hey, that on, is intentionally, they're like, oh, you guys Plant are based. jumping on a fake meat wave? Oh, That's yeah. we kind should... of been our thing they're forever. They're the OGs with that. Right. Oh, yeah. We'll... Uh, we'll... Check out this new one we made. <laughs> yeah, totally love it. new. Totally it, unbeef. But what, it doesn't come from animals? I nah, guess. It's yeah. all plant-based. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, but first, Nick, we like to ask our guests, mm-hmm. what is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are, what you are up to these days, whatever? Just right. what's something from your search history? Uh, I did. I, I, I looked through. The other night, my wife and I were playing around in our kitchen and singing songs and dancing and acting stupid. Watch out for the slap chops. And yeah. uh, what are slap chops? Uh, the thing that, that took his finger. thing that uh, Oh, the, took, oh yeah. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> from the acting class. Yeah. I, I need to By the way, for Zeitgang <laughs> listeners, it should be no surprise that I was not good with my hands when doing yeah, the, the, the acting teacher was like, we're going to do something where you have to do some business with your hands. And like, oh. I immediately broke into a cold sweat. Hives yeah. everywhere. <laughs> Jack, why haven't you taken your hands out of your pocket this entire semester? Oh, your pockets are wet too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sorry. All go right. ahead, Nick. Uh, I had, we had to Google the lyrics to uh, the Blackstreet song before I let you go. Oh, because, wow. uh, I mean, I'm 35. I, I, yeah, I yep. don't know if that's no, like you're, way you're too old for you guys. Okay, good, good, good. 84 in the building. And, uh, oh, yeah, beautiful. Uh, and there's a there's a lyric that I swore was uh, right between your legs and mine. And my wife is like, you're insane. It's right between your lips and mine. Mm-hmm. Oh. And it's about where the true love lies between okay. these two people. Ah, uh, yeah. Got and, it. And uh, she was right. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. So, and, uh, you know, that that's, a, that's very revealing about me because I never understand lyrics. 
Yeah, me and uh, the things that uh, drove me wild when I was a child ended up to be way less uh, sexual than <laughs> right. they were meant to be. Between your legs and yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, interesting. Li- songs back then were so explicit and crazy right. that that it didn't seem bizarre to me at all that that would be the lyric. Yeah, even That's though, like although song. between your legs and mine also almost sounds like instructions from like a basketball coach or something. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, right. legs. Yeah. Soccer, maybe. Yeah, soccer. Between your legs. So you want to line your legs up with the other person. Yeah, I mean, actually, that holds true for a lot of these these lyrics. Uh, My mission is to keep you mine. That sounds like one-on-one defense. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't want this to be the last time. That's a little (laughs) shit talking, you know? Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I know you feel it, too. It's bigger than the both of us, you know? (laughs) That is some shit that, like, a player would say to somebody. (laughs) Oh, you feel that, right? I know you feel that, too. Yeah. Yeah. I know you felt that. (laughs) Uh, I want your back. It's always little things, you know, and I just can't let it slip away. That's all things a coach yeah. would tell their players. A sexy coach. A sexy name coach. Teddy Riley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is something you think is underrated? Uh, what do I think is underrated? I think, um, I think. well, I guess this, go- this goes as underrated. I think we should be able to lick our plates in restaurants. Wow. Uh, I think it's, I wish, uh, as, I think that's an underrated move. Lick um, plate. Yeah. Like, like when lift you're, it up to your face yeah. or are you putting your head down uh, near the no, table. definitely lift li- lift it. To yeah, you have to have yeah. some self respect, right? And uh, I don't know. I just waited tables for a long time, and everyone was like, "Oh, I, if I could, I would lick the plate." And oh just God. enough people say it's like we should all just agree <laughs> right. that we want to do it, and we should. It's there's no reason not to. It's yeah. not that different than like lifting up or a f- bowl of soup, free or bread, right? To wipe it clean with the bread if you want to. Yeah. That's that I've licked a plate before. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. No, and you shouldn't. Yeah. That should be completely acceptable. It's And it seldom happens where you actually are like, man, you know what? I think I'm going li- to literally lick every fucking ounce of whatever this meal was off of this plate. Right. So when it happens, you just got to go all in. Because yeah. that already indicates a, a heavenly moment. It's respect. Yeah. It's beautiful respect and should be uh, celebrated. Right. The chef is not going to mind, that's no. for sure. That no, could no. be a thing that, like, yeah, you do in a restaurant to encourage it. It's like, hey, lick a plate, get your photo on the wall. <laughs> yeah, right. right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is something you think is overrated? Mm, I'm going to go with being salt and pepper. Uh, being salt and pepper. Yeah, with my hair, I mean. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Uh, I thought you and your wife were doing, like, a du- like a tribute group. Like yeah, salt right. pepper. yeah, that shit's weak, dude. <laughs> well, you're talking, talking about how you sing and dance your kitchen. I like, would oh, much okay. rather be Spinderella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's yeah, that's underrated. Being salt and pepper is for sure underrated. Being salt and pepper. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, having salt and pepper hair is uh, something that I've been dealing with, with since high school. Oh really? And, uh, yeah, and uh, just everyone always wants to pat me on the back and be like, uh, you know, <laughs> right. everyone's very quick. Like you're a veteran or something. Yeah, like, hey, man, you're brave. Good appreciate for you, your you know? service. Thanks a lot. Yeah, but also that it's like attractive. Like I don't know, people will go out of their way oh, to right. uh, let me know how okay Gray it fox. is. Gray yeah. fox. Yeah, right. And it's like it's like I don't know. I'm too young for it. I'm like yeah. a silver fox preemie or something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> silver right. puppy. Right. <laughs> silver puppy. It's too Sickly much. puppy. Yeah, and also it's just like you know. It, it, when your hair gets long, then you look really bad. Right. And then, you know, you got to, I don't know. Then if you look a little tired, you look super old and, you know, I'm, I'm over it. And I want, I want, I need people to stop glorifying the salt and pepper look. So what do you want to, do you just want to say, I want to look ill just because, <laughs> not because of the hair. Yeah. I just, right. can I just be sick? Yeah. <laughs> can I just be sick? Uh, did you, do you ever, do you did just you ever die? Oh, 
Yeah, you ever dye it? Uh, not yet, but uh, I probably will. It actually looks good on you. I wouldn't Thanks. dye it. Yeah, yeah see, like, that's what I'm talking uh, yeah, about. Sorry, I don't want to hear that. I apologize. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> dude, you wear it your well? age? I don't know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Is that you. how you want to look? Yeah, basically. I don't know. Okay. There you go. That's what you Miles get it both. giving what, you what you're... What world would you rather? Uh, do you ever want people to be disparaging about it, though? Not really. You just no, want, I want you don't like the thing. I'm like, oh. Yeah, basically just keep it to yourself. I mean, I'll dye it when... I mean, I'm here acting and all these things. So, like... When that happens, when they need me to dye it, I will. Right. Sure. Yeah, for sure. Any Probably colors not. you would love to have it dyed? No. I just want, want to keep it as all natural. white. No. Yeah. <laughs> just for all this gray? Yeah. 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 You're auditioning Silver for Fox. Edgar Winter. <laughs> John Flair. What's that guy from uh, Mad Men? The... Don't know that the show. The Silver enough. Fox himself. I don't know. John... Oh, there was a character who just had white who has, hair. like white hair. Yeah, and, right, right, right. Uh, wears it very well. All right, white hair. Yeah, I'm just thinking about like the... Salt and pepper look works up to a certain hair length, but like you never see George Clooney with his hair like grown out or anything. Well, you like, look like look a weird. mad scientist right. hacker. You yeah. know what it is? It's the dude uh, who played Data in Star Trek who was in Independence Day. Right. As like the scientist at like Area 51. Oh, yeah. He had long <laughs> ass right. salt and pepper hair. And I remember being like, Mm. Well, his hair was also sticking out in every direction. It's <laughs> yeah. not like he. Well, that's he, the crazy part. The grays or the whites, they get brittle too. Right. So it's like you not only oh. two colors. So they do end up sticking out. Yeah, yeah. they're going to stick out, and you it's like you're, you know, you have two heads of hair. Yeah. Um, what is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? Oh, uh, well, Brett I just found Spiner, that- that's his name. I just Spiner. who data yeah spine dog what movie was he in Independence Day was he the one listening to uh, it's the end of the world he may have been but I just remember it. him being in the Area 51 lab and just being like hey <laughs> yeah. my my hair looks like it's gonna break off oh now, my does he get they get him murked by the aliens well, but then isn't he in the I sequel? think he's in the second one and I'm like wait bro didn't they have the tentacle around your neck yeah they had the tentacle around their neck you? and were using him as a puppet yeah huh and then yeah. he survived that that's got to be some fucking yeah, yeah but it's well, be a mind. He probably got a great settlement from the government. Yeah, and <laughs> probably a few more grays. Yeah. Um, did you, growing up, did you identify with that uh, mm, song by the Crash Test Dummies where no. they talk about the young child who gets white hair? Not at from all. From a car accident? Yeah. But uh, uh, I don't know anything about that. That I'm really bad when it comes to like alternative rock, especially from oh, that okay. era. But, so, but my wife has been teaching me slowly but surely. So I like nice. that song now. Wait, what yeah. do you mean you're really bad? Like, were you just focused on chamber music or something? Were you, were you just all in on one other genre of music? Yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah, what was your yeah. other genre? But, like rap and R&B. I mean, okay. Like yeah, between yeah, yeah. like what the kids were listening to mm-hmm. in school, like I was like little or whatever when like grunge was happening and we just thought that was like the most embarrassing. <laughs> oh, right, because you grew up yeah. in Seattle. I grew up in Seattle. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. right. So at that time you're sort of like, man, I don't know. This. Yo. No, yeah, it was like if you were a rocker, then you just got like beat up, you know. Like you couldn't oh, be a rocker right in the south end of Seattle when I was growing up. Right, so you had like, to be a Sir Mix a Lot fan. No, no, no. It was like all Bay Area rap music. <laughs> <laughs> like we only listened like Too Short and E Forty and just like that stuff. Oh, exclusively. Okay. Yeah, I was in uh, the Seattle airport for like two hours uh, recently, and they're still like rocking grunge and like have like an announcement from a rock musician. Dude, Sub Pop, the record label that, you know, right. yeah. they have a store in the airport. Yeah, it's like, wow, that yeah. is like a place where like that is the mainstream. Could you imagine grunge, a Death Row is, Records right. uh, store in, in LA? LA yeah, if they were like bumping like <laughs> Death Row shit. like <laughs> I can imagine. I'm sure Top Dog will do it. 
Right. Yeah. Eventually. Sure. TDE. Yeah, that would be what, much what, more entertaining. What airport would that be? Would that be TDE? Yeah. Would have to, well, I mean, it's LAX. It's LAX. Burbank. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck you're having. They, there's like the Jay Leno store, or it used to be like the Tonight <laughs> Show NBC store back in the day. Oh man, I can yeah. I gotta uh, come clean with the listeners that we're doing like a look back at the last decade for like the some special for holiday some special holiday apps and. Oh man, Jay Leno, what a terrible person. Oh yeah. Oh god. I was like reading some jokes from him from 2010. And it's oh, just, I can only imagine. Oof. Especially with the shit he just said recently, like that got him in hot water on yeah. Rex Got Talent and he's making like Asians eat dog jokes. Yeah. So what, in 2010 he was just off the rails with that? Not just off the rail, just like crappy hacky shit. And what? it was like him he was it was like right after he like kicked Conan out and it was just Oh right, like came that, back. <laughs> that was the feud that we were working. About in yeah. 2010, entering Jeez. this decade, uh, and still the number one feud that we're all following, yeah, living our lives by. Uh, all right, but well, that myth. Oh, a myth. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So uh, there's a, this conspiracy theory, I guess, that like people don't know where Shakespeare was born and like Shakespeare's life or in who, general, who he yeah, is or right. if he existed or whatever. Was he right. a woman? Was but he a man? I, but I didn't even realize that was a conspiracy theory because growing up. It is just like my grandparents are from a very specific part of Sicily. Mm -hmm. So I was just taught that Shakespeare was from this part of Sicily. And like everyone, when you go there, everyone's just like, oh no, Shakespeare's from here. Like they all know his grandparents. You know, like, (laughs) right, right, right. right. His grandparents are still alive. It's for like everyone knows everyone, right? Right. So like it's like my cousin, blah, blah, blah. Like, like, so for me, it was weird when I found out that that was a conspiracy theory because I could just tell. It was common knowledge. It was just common knowledge. He's from like this. From Sicily. Yeah, from a town. Well, it's not even a town. Well, it's a town for on a global scale but kind of big for Sicily, a place called Messina. Uh-huh. Messina. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, so I don't know. You guys can talk whatever you want to about Shakespeare, but he's definitely he's Sicilian. He's definitely yeah. Sicilian. Yeah, he's from Messina. I, mean, I like this when is people just claim the... someone, they're like, yeah. no, nah, I don't care what it is. That's <laughs> yeah. This is what I've heard is. the theory that he was like an entire like team of writers, that yeah, he's right. like the team of writers that wrote the King James Bible. Sure. Like I've heard all that stuff, but Sicily, this is new. Yeah. 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 It is somewhere on the, like if you... Whatever Google conspiracy theories, that is one of them. One deep of them on the list. Yeah. What is it yeah. that, about Messina though that people are so sure? Like, is it because of? Well, it's uh, well, just because everyone knows where everyone's from okay. out there, so that's just part of being there. Oh, so just sort right. of like the oral history of that of Messina is like we've known Shakespeare has been. But also, right. even if he wasn't a big timer, like if like everyone knows like where I'm from. Right. right, right, right. They're just like, you're from, you know, Castle Vega or whatever. Like everyone knows that's just a part of, I don't know, sort of like in a city, maybe that was really like people cared about neighborhoods. Right. Imagine like Sicily sort of like one big neighborhood. So that's just part of it. But then the other part of it too is Messina is where like all the records are kept Mm -hmm. for uh, like birth certificates and stuff. So like my grandfather was born in that area and you have to go to Messina to get his birth certificate. You can like go and there's like William Shakespeare. And here it is. Bill Shakespeare. Yeah, Billy Shakespeare. Oh, you're talking about Bill Shakespeare? Yeah. Oh yeah, man, I knew him. No, that was a that was his, uh, you know, his whatever white name they gave him. <laughs> right, yeah. right, yeah. But, uh, the Ellis Island of the UK. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then in in the village where my grandparents are from, there's like an original copy of Dante's Inferno. Oh shit! Oh wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty. So dope. they keep it, and they you know they yeah. know. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about Kit Harrington. Yeah. Right. Let's talk so about. We Kit talked Harrington. Globe Noms. Uh, yeah, I mean, we just we mentioned that they happened. Yeah, with very we have th- no stakes for us. None in the at nominations. all. Nominations. Don't care. 
I uh, think maybe we should. Well, who's but I'm also I've realized as we've done the show, right? This is maybe the third year now we've gone into an award season. The first year we used to talk about like, yo, the biggest snubs of all time right. and such shit. Yeah. And then I think we've slowly come to this point where like none of this shit matters. Well, the awards particularly, I feel like, don't yeah. matter. Right, yeah. right. I think they do them badly. Yeah, well, I think- Not we just the Hollywood Foreign Press. Yeah, hey, I'm a everybody. fan of certain members of the Hollywood Foreign Press. Hey, I don't know uh, anybody, so you know what? <laughs> they, they fucked up. Yeah, I but don't yeah. know them either. I think um, the award season- not yeah. on board. Well, so again, even with his nomination, it was weird. No, zero nominations for the show except for Kit Harrington. Right. And they didn't even give it to Dinklage. Yeah. Dinklage, I mean, I even feel like uh, uh, the woman who plays Brianna Tarth had yeah. a great arc. Yeah. There are other characters. Well, what who about I felt- the guy who um, got his. You know his dick cut off and tortured for a long time, and yeah. ended up being good. Like Reek. that's that Reek. That guy is awesome. Like yeah. that guy's an incredible Theon. actor. Theon, yeah. yeah, Theon is incredible. Alfie Allen, mm. uh, singer Lily Allen's brother. Oh, where? Yes, oh, and also an Arsenal that. fan. You know, shout oh, out to him. man. So I was gonna say, does that make I, you mad? Yeah, I, this nepotism thing yeah. is just so demoralizing. When it's, it's like insane. a family of people. Yeah, Lily Allen and Alfie even if it's Allen. just like they're both super so talented, I'm yeah. just like, Fuck, well, I know it's man. like I love Laura Dern, right? Like I'm right. on board with her, and just like it's just Bruce like, Dern. Of yeah. course, you're gonna get really good at acting right. when you're just born with the idea of like, oh, people just do it, right. and then you show up to sets or whatever when you're little, and right. you're just used. You're like, to like, what be- about all this creative baggage I had to shed to get here now? Right. Just grew up with it being like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, or just like the nerves of like showing up to set the first time, right? And you're just like nervous about it because yeah. you don't know what to do. But if you just grew up with it, she just, just like knows everyone, yeah, it was just natural and normal and a place to go where people treat you nice, yeah. like you know, anyways. She shows up to Jurassic Park and is like, Steve, what's up? <laughs> She's like, oh, is that where the dinosaurs will be? I also have experience with dinosaurs, believe right. it or not. Yeah. <laughs> like live ones. Yeah, it's all old hat to me. Uh, well, now I'm glad Theon didn't <laughs> yeah. get the nom. Yeah. Fuck that guy. I mean, he, he. I think if we can all agree on one thing, it's fuck Theon. <laughs> fuck Theon. Uh, yeah, he, uh, I mean, he, he fought valiantly yeah. in the end. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so when they, I, Apparently, they got hold of Kit Harrington right after he was nominated. This guy is an awkward quote machine, by the way. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah. And this was, they asked him, you know, what they thought of him being nominated and the only person from the show to be nominated. And he says, I'm the loner throner, it seems. I just imagine myself sitting down at a table all by myself as the loner throner. I didn't expect to be nominated. I thought the show might be. But I just at home learning lines, and then my publicist called. It was very unexpected and wonderful. Mm. Okay, <laughs> his publicist. I'm a, a loner thrower. It seems, and then not he wasn't embarrassed that he said that. I he just he wanted to return, by myself. He wanted to take you on a journey of him of what that phrase that he had just come up with evoked in his mind. Which Does was, that mean that he also suspects that he's now alienated from the rest of the cast and crew? I don't know, And man. now he's like, now I'm the real loner. They hated me. They always hate. That would have been funny if, like, you know, they're all haters. So, actually, you know, I expected this. Actually, I, now that I'm looking at it, I think what happened is, I'm the loner throner, it seems. Pause for laughter. None coming. And he's like, oh, I guess I need to further <laughs> explain this joke. <laughs> yeah. I need right. So, what's happening What's is, your quote? I'm the loner throner, it seems. <laughs> 
Wait, why hasn't they? I I just imagine myself sitting down at a table all by myself <laughs> as the loner throner. I didn't expect to be nominated. Okay, right. I gotta go. I, I... Right. Well, I think like they must have known on some level that a huge portion of people of fans of the show wanted him to win the throne or whatever right, to be right, the right. king at the end. So right. they're like, we'll just give him like you know something. We'll yeah. give him something. We'll let him be the real king winner of that at the end of this thing. After all, oh, man. um. Anyway, still thinking about that season, <laughs> that exasperated yeah. side. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shit yeah. was not good. Nope, it was not. Although, how could they not nominate it when there was that shot where she's walking through the doorway and the dragon wings the go dragon behind, behind her, her, and then you realize that what the filmmakers are saying is she might be the dragon. Yep. I know, dude. Like all know, along. Dude. Also, more nepotism with Benioff and DB Weiss too. Why about people who, like he's like related to the and- Mark uh, Mark Benioff from Salesforce. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. They're fucking those. It's yeah. wild. And then I think DB Weiss was somebody's assistant. Like again. Well, assistant is, I mean. No, but like in a way, like in a manner in which like, how did you become this person? It's not like I worked this agent's desk or some shit. Right. It was like some, I I, I mean, I'm too lazy to look at it. Assistant meaning nephew. Right. Right. Yeah. And they were also, uh, you know, going on the festival circuit or they they had an interview at, at, I think, South by maybe this year where... Uh, they were talking about how they learned on the job. They were like, "Yeah, we didn't know what we were doing, and we just kind of figured it out as we were just going." Just winging it, man. Yeah, oh, uh, and people you... were like, "Yeah, that's called privilege, and yeah, right. you might want to." There was a moment a where DB Weiss was Glenn Fry's personal assistant. Glenn Fry? <laughs> what? I don't even know why. <laughs> that's so strange. Uh, uh. Well, and speaking of Glenn Fry and the Eagles, uh, there are some legendary stories about them from the road. Am I right, Miles? Miles? You- Miles, it's Jack from work over here. Are you talking about your, your old podcasting co-host, Miles? Yeah, Anna. Oh, hey, boy. Anna Hosnier. Jack. How's it going? Where Where did Miles go? I don't- Jack. Oh, Miles has been dead for 20 years now. What? <laughs> Plot twist. Dun, dun, dun. Actually, Miles just left on a trip. He'll be back in a moment, uh, but we're recording things a little bit out of order. Miles just left on a trip, and he left rolling a beautiful away suitcase. Uh, it is light blue. It's very cool looking. Uh, I got a gray one. Anyways, guys, do you know about away? Are you familiar with away? Anna. Yes. Anna, answer me. Are you familiar with Away? Sorry, Nick. You're gonna, you'll be right back in a second. So Away creates thoughtful products designed to change how you see the world. Now you might be thinking, so they're glasses? No. They started with the perfect suitcase, crafted with features that make travel more seamless. Now they offer a range of essentials that solve real travel problems. So all you have to think about is where you're headed next, because getting away means getting more out of every trip to come. And like I said, Miles has a great one. I have a great one. They have a lightweight, durable shell, and you can use it as a carry-on. It fits in the little carry-on compartment. And they give you a 100-day trial that lets you try any Away product on the road. And we have a special offer for you guys. For $20 off a suitcase, all you have to do is visit awaytravel.com TDZ and use promo code TDZ during checkout. Again, that's awaytravel.com slash TDZ for $20 off a suitcase uh, and use promo code TDZ during checkout. 
And uh, now that we are ready to return to the show, I'm going to cast a spell and conjure Miles back from the dead. And Abracazoom, we're back. And the Democrats have made it official. Uh, they at least they've announced the two articles of impeachment. Abuse I'm of talking power about impeaching this and queen. obstruction. Pelosi, Nadler, Schiff. They got um, them all. Yep, up there, Maxine. Just unveiling their two articles, obstruction of Congress and abuse of power. Mm -hmm. A lot of people note how they aren't going after obstruction of justice right. from the Mueller probe, because that was some pretty nailed on obstruction uh, cases there. Yeah. Uh, and also abuse of power versus the, before they were talking about extortion or bribery. The language has shifted a little bit with what they're doing. Are they doing. making it like weaker? Like nah, I think they're just using different, I think because they want to keep it like this, so when they have to prove the case, they can just go after an abuse of power thing, because I think maybe extortion or bribery, there's too many ways for the Republicans to defend against that. Got it. And I think yeah. they want to be as hyper-specific as possible, but it still shows a little bit of being like, mm, well, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it's going to, either way, we know it's going to be a sham in the Senate, so right. this is what they're going to do. They'll vote on it probably next week, uh, make it official, like with a whistle, and then a trial in the Senate in the new year. Right. But there's not, I don't know. I mean, again, it's pretty straightforward, I think, with what they're trying to say, which is the president abused the power of his office to enlist the help of a foreign government for a sham investigation into a political opponent for his own game. A Ogan gain, a.k.a. he's trying to cheat at the 2020 election. If you want to make it real simple for right. somebody yeah and then also refusing to cooperate with like this investigation is the other part why don't we just let the people decide 2020 election man yeah yeah come on right well i think the issue the right is cheating at why don't we just right. let him exactly yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let him fucking stack the deck and then we'll pretend that's a fair game right the thing that's really i mean again you can tell that the republicans know what he did is indefensible because they're not actually defending him they're right. just attacking the process. And I think yeah. for anyone who wants to, if you have any, if you're in some kind of logic battle with somebody who is saying, well, you know, they didn't do anything wrong. And you can just say, well, then how are you, how come y'all are not proving it? Right. There's no, there. if you are actually wrongfully accused of something, you're able to, you'll be like, okay, do you want to go there? Yes. Here's all my evidence. Here are all these people corroborating witnesses, whatever I have to do to defend myself to make you look foolish. But if your only defense is to just scream and lie, I think that's like one of the more damning indications that they know that the president is guilty of what he's done. Right. Yeah. But this is where we're at now because, you know, like any bacterial parasitic life form that has to survive, it will go into a second stage of survival where you do whatever it takes as a living organism to survive. And in this case, it's lying and basically gaslighting the country. Well, yeah. It seems to me like the idea is like, just own the fact that he did something wrong. I mean, from a Republican standpoint, and be like, and but he did it for national security. The Bidens are crook, crooked. We have to do this. We have to stop this crooked guy from coming in and winning the elections through Ill illegal Ukrainian whatever. Just yeah. own that it own that it was bad. Even own that it's an abuse of power. Just be like, yeah, he abused his power. He's the president. He needs to. These are, of course, he abused his power, and everyone who supports him will get up and cheer. Right, like right. they don't care that he abuses his power. Right. No, you no. know that's like they're like completely. They want him to. They oh like, yeah. Well, they're know? getting off on it. They're like, this is so yeah. chill. This is so sick, dude. The they way he's it. just like making them melt down and like we're completely deteriorating our fabric of. 
this right. country. I mean, there's no logically coherent message that has come from the Republican side. Right. Like no. There's like the the legal expert that they brought to the Judiciary Committee. His thing was, well, like the Democrats need to slow down. Like he didn't make yeah, he didn't make fast. any defense of what Trump did at all. He just said they need to slow down because they haven't had fact eyewitnesses mm-hmm. like testify and nobody pointed out because the democrats are bad at this uh nobody pointed out well that's because he's not letting them testify yeah and so we're just gonna push forward this is what we have but, like this is what we have this is his obstruct- pretty obstructing obvious this investigation yeah uh but yeah it's like there's that there's trump just saying it's a sham but like not really i i think trump is probably the closest to nick what you were saying like that's Basically, what he's saying is, you know, I need to stop the Bidens. We, China should look into it too. He doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. I mean, really, he just thinks, well, I'm sitting in the Oval Office means who gonna check me, boo? Right. That's really his. Like, he doesn't care what's lawful. It's his idea is like, well, I'm at the apex. I'm at the top of the tower in terms of the power structure. So how am I gonna be accountable for anything? Yeah. I mean, he has talked about wanting to testify, and I mean, maybe that's what it would take for him to like get his message across. Is just yeah. like getting, That'd getting in there, and you know. <laughs> but you it's know, just like, not. I mean, you know, who knows what this fucking trial is going to look like in the Senate? You know, it yeah. could just be complete, just utter disgrace. I mean, it's going to be a disgrace because they're right. not they're not there to actually like have a sincere trial and try to adjudicate whether or not the president actually committed an uh, impeachable offense. It's just going to be like, yeah. oh, they're haters, right? Can we just vote on this and just take, you know, yeah, take a Yeah, well, nap? they'll probably lay out a, they'll just, I mean, it'll just be like their, uh, you know, re-election campaign kickoff. Right. Yeah. They're going to yeah. be like, this is who you guys want to vote for, these stupid Democrats? Like, look at them. Is that who you want in power? Right. Like, they can't, they, you know, they're just going to make fun of the Democrats nonstop and uh, and talk about how good the economy is for what you know. Yeah. Just, they'll just jam job all their talking points in there, and then it'll just re- they'll kick off the right. re-election. There's campaign. also like a group of shook Democrats too who are in those Think districts. Censure. Yeah, those districts that Trump won in 2016, who are been like, well, what if we just censure, right, rather than impeach? Because then maybe we'll get like bipartisan support. Right. And, and it's I like, think now I think what Nick's saying is kind of what they're scared of, right? Is that like the Senate trial is going to be a sham that allows them to like basically take over the narrative. To, I mean, and, it's like, going to be whatever they want. I, I think either way, it be, just seeing how very little the needle has moved with even all this information coming out shows how little people are actually engaged with even this part of the impeachment that yeah. even in the Senate. I know. I don't think. I have a feeling people are already just stuck in where they are. I don't know how much more this is going to prove to anybody because you're either turned off by his like xenophobic, racist, homophobic, what all every terrible part of his uh, policy platform. And you're turned off by that. You don't need the wait. He did what with Ukraine to then be like, yo, fuck this guy. I think people are already in their corners. And I don't know, aside from just the mechanics of constitutionally enforcing the law, I don't know what. You know well, what it does. There's this idea, and the politicians that I actually admire do this thing where it's like, no one's above the law, and like we need to prosecute him or whatever the word is. Yeah. Uh, you know, because no one's above the law. Like that's gonna, you know, that Americans relate to that. And it's like, we all know everyone's above the law. If right. you have you're money, all yeah. like that doesn't yeah. work. Like yeah. that's you're not moving us to say, I mean, I know people, I have friends that are not, well, not that they're rich, but I know all types of people that break the law and get away with it yeah, and right. cheat the system. And it's like, at, like if, and especially if you have money, 
Yeah, the law doesn't apply to you, and we've all been ingrained. That's been a part of our fabric for so long that that's absolutely nowhere near any kind of a motivational rallying cry to get people to be like, we have to hold powerful people accountable. It just doesn't. I just feel like, yeah, this motherfucker's cheating. Right. More, more than usual, cheating yeah. more at than the, the other people election. do. We were worried about him cheating at the last one. He's che- already cheating at the next one. That's yeah. censure. Um, but mm. I mean, there's still 47 support, 47 percent support for Trump being impeached and removed from office, and 44 percent opposition. So he's still, you know, what? Even though we have reached a status quo since basically the. A fake call transcript came out. Uh, it's still a pretty uh, wild status quo that we're yeah. at. It's well, still I think like even... most uh, more Americans, a, a plurality of Americans think the president should be impeached and removed. From I also office. just think this process is too abstract to most people. Yeah. Like I who agree. are not engaged in the news or politics. Like you're like, okay, what? I, last time I heard this, it was because. Clinton got a blowjob or something. Right. Like, what is this? Like, isn't this the thing you do when you don't like a guy? Yeah. I think there's just not enough knowledge or education around what the process is for enough people to care in that or sense. Interest, yeah. It just seems like that whatever the next phase is of the media circus, which is like, now they'll do the impeachment thing we've kept hearing that word. Right. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, what's going on with Nancy Pelosi? What's she up to? So, How is she using this political Right after capital? the... Right after that, or right around the time of the impeachment, articles impeachment being unveiled, she then is saying, okay, we're now going to be advancing the USMCA, NAFTA 2.0. The thing that all Republicans, like their talking point throughout this impeachment process has been, you know, when is she going to do something about the USMCA? Mm-hmm. That's That thing's just sitting there. And these Democrats, they're doing nothing, blah, blah, blah. So with this, she has now found a way to negotiate with the president. Now, okay, you can look at this a couple of different ways. Uh, advancing the USMCA and if it actually being signed into law would probably be the biggest uh, political achievement for Trump since the midterms, uh, like the, anything he's done. And a lot of people are like, why are they handing him a legislative victory of any kind? Right. And I understand the optics of that. There are also other dimensions of it. I think that need to be considered with this USMCA. It, initially, like with the tariffs that were being discussed in it and the agreements to like keep manufacturing in certain places, the Democrats have been really clear that they wanted like more protections for labor, mm-hmm. uh, like in this deal, and like also adding like greater environmental protections as part of this, like uh, stabilizing drug prices, things like that. And a lot of people, um, I mean, it's not it's not perfect by any means. Like labor unions have still this is far from perfect in in their eyes, and I think most people's eyes, but. The Republicans were really concerned because the first version that they agreed to, Democrats were like, no, nah, this is fucking, this is not it. Right. And that's why I was stalling out. But as the president was getting his ass slow cooked, sous vide by this impeachment <laughs> process, he started breaking down a little bit. And now they've been negotiating with him. And mm. a lot of Republicans are worried that because of this, Trump has really weakened the bill that the Republicans wanted. Like right. John Cornyn from Texas said, like his when they asked him about this, they said, I just hope Trump hasn't gone too far in Speaker Pelosi's direction and the AFL-CIO's direction, uh-oh, that he might lose some support here. My concern is that the administration, what the administration presented has now been moved demonstrably to Democrats the direction that they wanted. Mm. So in a way, when that happens, Nancy Pelosi gets a W because she can say, well, we're get, we're actually tuning this up a little bit more to our liking, although I don't, I don't think it's the, the best version of it. Um, also, 
they completely neutralize a GOP talking point of like, what are you going to do about the USMCA? Every person, every Republican has just been right. using that as like a pivot move to say Republicans are so focused on that. That's gone. And also helps vulnerable Democrats in a lot of these districts who are probably in the censure camp. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, you got the, you can hang your hat on this though. Right. Like, and also, I, and I think this is the other thing too. With back to the impeachment thing, they want to get things done very quickly because I know uh, Pelosi wants to have some momentum going into the election with Democrats starting to do like passing bills they can start pointing at, mm-hmm. but. I don't know. I mean, the president is such a fuck that I don't know how much political capital they really need to build uh, to, I, I guess, for, for to offset the losses from impeachment that they feel they're right. going to experience. But that's where that is. So is it just like uh, functionally are like we're at a place where there is no because didn't they like get rid of NAFTA? So now this is the replacement for NAFTA. Like what is the governing Love the land now. Well, I think right now they still need to have because I think They're I don't still know. If, figuring it yeah, out. I don't know if it's gone. It has to go through the legislative bodies of all the countries. Uh, I don't know where they where it is in, in terms of Canada, but they definitely. I mean, like the main points have been agreed to, like when it comes about like auto, like automobiles, and like where the components are being manufactured within the three countries, right, right. and like uh, people have to be earning a certain amount for their labor. Um, but yeah, I you know I'm not I'm not the trade guy. Yeah. Okay, you sound a little bit like the trade guy. Yeah, I read enough. I read enough. You know, I read enough. No, I just I just ever when you were I don't know anything about all that. So I was just like you were saying MC something something. United States, Mexico, Canada. And then to me, I just kept hearing MCU, which I never knew it meant, but that's Marvel Comics Universe, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Also, either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was you know I was trying to keep that straight. But or the United States or the one dude from Beastie Boys MCA. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's right. The old record label MCA. Let's talk about Stephen Miller, you guys. Yeah, this motherfucker still has a job. Mm-hmm. All right, moving Enough. on. Uh, he should I mean, not. Yeah, fun, yeah. All those emails leaked, yeah. and we knew that he was Santa Monica Goebbels. Right. That's been his thing. He's the little West Side Nazi, mm-hmm. and he is, uh, has a pr- pivotal role in setting immigration policy. Right. And yeah. I think most people of sound body and mind go, I don't think a white supremacist should be dictating how, who and how we let people become Americans. Yeah. Uh, and now the Democrats have gasp written a letter to demand that he steps down. <laughs> now the Democratic senators. Senators, so yes. So they know nothing's going to happen right. because it's in the Senate where the Republicans are the majority. Well, I mean, it's just more that they're all being like, hey, this is a, this is a fucking mockery and right. a shame that you have a, just a, a, a verifiable racist uh, at the helm of the immigration policy. And it's led by uh, Kamala Harris. Right. Uh, and they're like saying, quote, recent reports confirm that he advanced white nationalist anti-immigrant ideologies. Continuing to employ him as a senior architect of your immigration policies ensures that those policies discriminate against individuals of color to advance white nationalist ideals. He must be removed. I agree with this. I agree with everything. Yeah. I just don't know what's going to happen. It's. I think it's probably just – you know, it is very important that somewhere in the history books, <laughs> yeah, the they Senator put that down. Kamala right. Harris was, you know, there's going to be a letter that was like, we were like, we hated we knew. this. We knew yeah. and like we demanded change. But I mean, you know, the tr- Trump supporters either like it or don't care. I think yeah, they should I think, write a letter to Katie Waldman, too, his girlfriend. Oh. And be like, yo, 
She's, you know. For real? Stephen Miller's girlfriend? Yeah. yeah. Stephen Miller has a girlfriend. What does she do? Isn't it like, doesn't she work for Mike Pence? Yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Poached from Martha McSally's staff. Match made in hell. Yeah. I but mean, you know, yeah, if I don't. I would love to hear her comment. Like, so did you read these leaked emails? Oh, she's like, yeah, I, it, it's erotica to me. We good? Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. They don't care. They don't, they don't, they they don't care. Have them. They don't have them. <laughs> Again, that's all Shannon Sharp all day with those people. Because at the end of the day, that's when you really see really what the mindset is of people who support the president. Because yeah. you can be like, it's a white nationalist is right. setting the agenda. I'm like, that, no, it isn't. Or yeah. uh, you're taking right. it too seriously. That means you don't take racism seriously. Right. Yeah. And that already means, okay, yeah. bye bye. So I, that's racism. Nah, well, see, that's people use that word so much now. Mm. Right. And, yeah. You know, it's like really true. Like you start letting all these people in, like, what are you going to do? Right. You know, what are you going to do? Like, what? who's going to pay for that? Right. And that's about as far as I'm willing to think about it because, you know, I've, this is where, this is where the right is now. Right. They've completely like uh, shedded anybody who had like some bit of like moral backbone. Yeah. And now you're just left with the distillation. Like, oh, okay. So now we're just left with the hardcore xenophobes who are like, yeah, this is all fine. Right. Like everything is fine as long as we have this. Yeah. I mean, we don't even like... Like we we do speak such different languages yeah. now, so like th- what racism even is or white nationalism? What what's the definition of that? Like you, you, there's not even a. I mean, we don't even have a basic playing field of what the word like patriotism means. Yeah, right. you know, and or that truth or truth or anything. Yeah. So it's just like that's just another thing. You say like white nationalism, and there's probably a lot of people that are like that. I'm not racist, and right. white nationalism is good. Oh, there you can have black pride, but I can't have white pride. Right. Yeah, uh, there's okay. a BET, but not a WET. Yeah, it's called Come NBC, on. ABC, CBS, Fox. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. Have you going? seen The Good Place? Yeah. <laughs> it's just white supremacy full, <laughs> full fucking throttle. Uh, let's talk about health and human services, because this got a lot of attention uh, under Obama when yeah. he was passing Obamacare. And, yeah. Uh, but now, know, now, well, in this era, this became HHS is about destroying Obamacare. Right. And I think before it was what's his face Price, right? Who was the head, and yeah. he got he had to leave because he was pee jetting too much. And right. they're like, "You're spending way too. What the fuck is this?" Right. Like every person they've appointed to a lot of these cabinet positions are just fucking complete. Wasn't it like ghouls. A, obviously a vacation that he was using the pee jet? For yeah, it too? was something terrible. Yeah. I mean, they all were. Right. And now Alex Azar, who is a literal former drug CEO. Like big pharma CEO is oh, wow. running health yeah, and human services. Right. These are the people, and like he's he's at the helm. They're trying to figure out how they can kneecap Obamacare and make it as cruel as possible. Right. Um, but then he also has the head of Medicare and Medicaid, this woman Seema Verma. They have so this is the T. These two people do not get along, Ooh. and it has been like a really messy war being played out through leaks and articles talking shit about one another. Um, Seema Verma. Uh, Verma is just a heartless, just heartless demon. Uh, she's <laughs> posting. This is a thing that she posted on her Twitter like last year. It's a photo of a shirt that says Medicare for all. And yeah. it says this year's scariest Halloween costume goes to. <laughs> OK, this is the person who is in charge of re- administering Medicare and Medicaid yeah, in the right. country. <laughs> right. OK. And so this battle has been going all going back and forth. For example, There was a spat over, she accused um, Alex Azar of sex discrimination because they had a disagreement over a hire. Uh So 
Uh, Verma wanted to hire this person named Brady Brooks, who was the deputy chief of staff uh, in her office as to turn that person to chief of staff. But uh, Azar uh, and his office said they wanted a different candidate for that position, who was a woman. Right. And also... Uh, like much more experience and spent more time in this office. They're like, no, this other person is actually a more appropriate fit. She went and like started being like, they're see they're discriminating against me because I'm a woman and this is my pick and that's what it is. They had to bring in independent outside legal counsel to investigate this mm. because they took this charge very seriously and they found nothing to be like wrong. And then as they asked her more, they're like, do you really want to go forward this? She sort of like closed up shop. was like, no, nah, I don't really want to talk about it. I don't need to say anything, blah, blah, blah. And the guy she wanted was eventually hired. Um, oh, the guy she wanted? Yes. Wait. Yes. It was a woman, right? No, no, no. She wanted a She man. wanted a guy hired, but she was saying it was discrimination because it was her pick. Oh, Brady was a guy? Yeah. And she was saying it was sex discrimination because it was her pick, but they were hiring a woman over a man. Wait, actually, hold on. No, no, Brady Books is a woman. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they were both women. Sorry, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely messed that up. Um, so the, the discrimination was just simply because it was, it's more so that it was right. about Verma's position within it. And she's right. saying, Alex Azar hates me because I'm a woman. And Got now it. their office is pushing back on my pick. Got it. Even though the, he wasn't trying to replace it with a man, uh, replace the person in the position with a man. Anyway, so that had to get done, uh, basically adjudicated by like legal counsel. Then... This is where it gets real funny. Oh, just so you know, she was paying like a media consultancy agency, like something over $3 million to like work on her speeches and her appearance and Ooh. like her I, her, her image. I need to get one of those. Yeah. This was part $3 of- $3 million? Yes. And it was of using- like government money? Yes. Okay. Using cons- paying <laughs> so that was like her budget. Yeah. To- she was using her budget and allocating it to a media consultant yes. to help her with her image. How much of a nightmare was she before that? All that <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, right, exactly. They're like, this isn't good for your <laughs> Now <laughs> she's in the papers because she's asked. So she was in San Francisco. Okay. And anyone who's been to San Francisco and you've, you've had something stolen out of your car. <laughs> if you've Anyone who has been to San Francisco, especially, look, if you've ever been in, in a band, and you take a, do a gig where you drive up to San Francisco, you you know the rule. Take all the shit out of the van because you will get robbed. Yeah, you'll get yeah. robbed. It happens every fucking time. So in in true fashion, her rented Chevy Tahoe was broken into when she was doing a speech about Medicare, um, and she had jewelry stolen. Okay. And she basically is claiming uh, that she had like $50,000 worth of jewelry. That she needs reimbursed. $50,000 yes. of jewelry just sitting out Nearly. in a Chevy Tahoe? Yes. She said $43,065 for about two dozen pieces of jewelry based on an appraisal she'd received from a jeweler about three weeks after the theft. After the theft. Exactly. Mm. Uh, so among it was an Ivanka Trump branded pendant. Oh, that's 20 Made bucks, of easy. gold. Uh, the <laughs> so the jeweler said that's $5,900 well right there. Way. Also said uh, $2,000 to cover the cost of her stolen clothes and another $2,000 to cover the cost of other stolen goods, including a $325 claim for a moisturizer and $349 for noise-canceling headphones. I mean... And it's basically being like, okay, I need you to approve this. But I think then there was another round of clog up because Azar, I think, would have had to ultimately sign up. She ended up getting a fraction of that money. get the government to pay for it? Yes, she's saying, I need to be reimbursed because I was on a work trip and I left all my $50,000 worth of jewelry in a rented Chevy Tahoe in the streets of San Francisco out in the open. If I ever get a job 
Someone come rob me and we'll just split, know, split the reimbursement. Split yeah, I never heard of that an employer yeah. paying back because right. you got robbed. Right. Everywhere That's I go, there's big signs that says no one here is responsible if you get robbed. Right. Yeah. And exactly. if anything, you have insurance to cover jewelry. Yeah, you saw the sign when you walked into our offices yeah, right. that said we're not responsible if you like, get armed uh, if you're the victim of armed robbery. So this is the kind of people we have. So Scott Pruitt, remember having Secret Service because he had was in traffic driving right. to restaurants so he could make a reservation <laughs> was stealing mattresses from the Trump Hotel. Only like eating Dean and DeLuca. No, no, he was trying to pay, buy, buy one of the mattresses and oh. like had uh, government employees spending their time on finding a replica of a mattress from a Trump hotel to both kiss ass and also because he thought it was comfortable. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You have uh, the most comfortable beds. You're the most, well, 100%. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, she, so now we have her basically saying, Hi, I would like to, I would like you, the taxpayer, to buy me. Uh, look, I lost my Beats by Dre. Uh, noise canceling headphones, <laughs> and it was a special edition color. Three hundred and twenty-five moisturizer. Three hundred twenty-five dollar moisturizer. I'm pretty sure I saw that on that Goop list of years. Yeah, I was. Gifts. That's the most believable number <laughs> right? out of yeah. all of yeah, that right. list of things. An yeah. Ivanka Trump thing for fifty-nine hundred dollars. I'm like, mm, no, is nah. it real gold? Do what they is carry it? things that are that expensive at Walmart? Isn't her shit like a Walmart? <laughs> oh, brand? how dare you! Or Nordstrom's maybe. Yeah. Okay. I don't know where she keeps that shit. Yeah. Well, know. actually, actually, Not she's getting dropped in Walmart or yeah. Nordstrom's. I'm just saying. No, I didn't, fuck Walmart. I thought that was like her. She was like a retail brand. I didn't think she was like. No, uh, I think it must like, have been like. Her, there's levels to it. Right. You know what I mean, like okay, then they probably have like at a Jared Jewelers, you know, Ivanka <laughs> Trump, uh, you know, yeah. child torture collection. Well, that's going. She's going out of business, and actually, people probably should buy up those pieces because probably in like 20 years they'll be worth right. something. It'll be like Nazi memorabilia. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, Could you imagine in the future, like you see yeah. those fucking wild ass people in the South have like Nazi rooms. Right. Like, and this is my MAGA room. Right. Yeah. This is where I collect my MAGA memorabilia. Yeah, I got a friend who got a MAGA, one of the first MAGA hats when he thought it was like a joke, right? Right. And he, <laughs> I don't know, whatever, he got punched in the face for wearing it, which yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, that'll happen. Yeah, yeah, and great. But also that's probably going to be worth money for him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's probably so many grifters, though, that are just going to be like, you know, yeah, I got yeah. this original. Because how did this, the hats are cheap as fuck anyway. Right. Well, when he got and punched, there's though, millions of them. Yeah, but he got punched and there's a blood splatter. They'll be able to DNA <laughs> test it uh, back. It's like right. in the like war memorabilia. When right. there's like bullet holes, it's worth more. Yeah. yeah. Like that uh, Pepe pin that what's his name was wearing when he got punched in the face on CNN. I bet that's going to be worth oh, money. Oh, shit. Yeah. That'll be something that you can like collect. Oh, just so back to. Uh, the Miss Verma, she only got twenty five hundred dollars. Twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. She was asking for fifty. Forty three thousand basically. Yeah. yeah. Fifty grand. And they're like, Yeah, this is the US government. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Here's twenty five hundred. Uh, yeah, I don't even think I could put I don't even think I could fill my car, I think, with everything worth anything that I own, and I don't think it'd be worth twenty five hundred. Yeah. I don't think it'd be twenty five hundred. I don't yeah, think yeah. it'd be at twenty five. Right. My MacBook's old, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna take another quick break, and then we'll be right back. And we're back. <laughs> And Pee Wee Herman's big adventure is 35 today. Yeah. Or this year. This or next year. year. Right now. Yeah. Let's say it all. Let's say it. Right now, this moment, past, present, and future, it will forever be 35. Yes. So he's probably going to move back in with his parents. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's got no help. Struggling financially. They have uh, to. So, anyways, I mean, it's a quick 
thing. I we were talking about Pee Wee's Big Adventure earlier because we were talking about Mr. Francis is taking a bath in the bathtub scene. How we always wanted oh, a yeah. gigantic bathtub yeah. and chew gum that will make our mouth black and have a servant who is odd job from it the James Bond It makes it look Bond like movies. you have an oil slick coming out of yeah. your mouth. Yeah. That's uh, so evocative. And fucking uh, the truck driver, Large Marge, or, yeah. that, that was mm-hmm. like probably the scariest character of my childhood. When they did the claymation part where yeah. like, her eyes bugged out and shit. Yeah. yeah. That fucked me up. Man. I got a real bad temper. That's one of my favorite lines too. It's like, oh no, what'd you do? You know one of those, you know the tags that they put on the mattress? Yeah, well I cut one of them off. <laughs> I got a real bad temper. Anyway, the movie's oh, classic. Shit, that movie is classic. Um, and also, the, don't forget that movie is the directorial debut of Tim Burton yeah. Yeah. and Danny Elfman coming together to make uh, make magic. Yeah. But did Tim Burton do some of the TV show also? He must have. I think he did, right? Yeah, yeah but I yeah, think this yeah. is the first film, oh, the feature yeah. film. That Very TV cool. show was like the first TV show I remember watching. That and like He-Man. I would watch them at yeah. the same time. Like yeah. before I started going to school, I would like stay home and watch that shit. Yeah, what do you mean before you you just didn't go to school? I think it was Are you saying before you're of school age? Yeah, before okay, I was of school it. age. I yeah. they're like, nah, ma, I ain't going to school. <laughs> right, yeah. Pee-wee's on. This is all the education I need. Mecca, lecca, hiney, ho, leave me alone. I got to right. watch this motherfucking show. Uh, yeah, so now they're doing a huge celebratory tour, like major cities from Valentine's Day to like the end of March, uh, where you can go. There's like, you'll see the movie. There's like a Q&A. You can meet him. You can get a photo. I I just want to, I, I loved Pee Wee Herman. I remember my mom got a picture with him. And I had that photo of my mom and Pee Wee Herman, like, just it's a cherished memento for me as a child. And I would show yeah. my friends, I'm like, this is my mom and Pee Wee Herman. Back the fuck up. And then what was the thing? He was uh, sort of fake canceled in the 90s, right? Yeah. What's fully the story? We, he was masturbating in, masturbating a pool, in, in a, an adult theater in 1991. That is a building that is constructed specifically for like men to masturbate in general. <laughs> a masturbatorium? Like men with uh, <laughs> too much facial hair. Yeah, so he got in trouble for being too human. Right. That's what it was. Yeah. He was too perfectly He wasn't in. masturbating. in Like when I heard the story in the 90s, I like the way it registered in my brain was he was masturbating like at a children's movie, basically. Right. Because I, I associated him yeah. with children's culture. I was like, oh, Pee Wee Herman masturbating at a movie theater? Like, was he masturbating right, in one of his own movies? Like, you know. Right. Yeah. Because I was dumb. The well, Can you imagine being an adult and being mad at that? Because, like, I get that he made, like, his show is for kids. Yeah. But he's such a weirdo. Like, you would never watch that and be like, oh, this is 100% nothing but silly, fun, wholesome for my children. Like, you put your kids in front of that because you want your f- kids to have, like, a cool weirdo edge to them. Like, it was a weird, psychedelic show that right. was, yeah. like, challenging and scary and dumb. And- yeah. It's like that, like, avant-garde 80s art, like, 80s, early 90s yeah. art style. Like, I, I don't even know what the... Uh, movement is called, but it was like the peak of that. Yeah. <laughs> Around that time, one of the people who defended him, Bill Cosby, saying, whatever Rubens has done, this is being blown all out of proportion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not and to also, mention people like Cindy Lauper and like Zsa Zsa Gabor and Annette Funicello. No, it wasn't blown out of proportion. But the thing was, yeah, like he was at a theater in Sarasota, Florida, and I guess people were doing, like the cops were doing like a pervert bust, mm. and like they arrested three people. And then I guess when he got to the station, he was saying, like, I can do, like, a charity event. Like, can we not 
fucking go through with this. Right. My career. Yeah. But they're saying, like, uh, there was a misconception that his show was canceled as a result of this, and he had actually ended the show himself because he's mm. like, he's like, it's going to get bad. He's like, yeah. we're, gonna, we're running out of creative steam. You know, that's hilarious. So this happened in 91. Yeah. And, it, and the police showed up. and Because in my mind, I can't imagine that. The only way that plays out in my mind is, like, through the current lens of like someone saw him and filmed him on the phone right <laughs> like, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. this was like old school he got arrested yeah. by cops like yeah. Yeah. speech style you yeah. have to be really <laughs> fucking up to get canceled in the early 90s i guess yeah. yeah well also like you know this this show how it was it was out there and it was diverse too like back then you know larry I mean? fishburne man yeah. yeah fuck yeah anyway um, he was like an underutilized like character actor in movies people should put him in stuff more like paul rubens yeah yeah dude he was so good in buffy he was great in uh, I don't I didn't see Buffy. I'm sure he was great. It was a, like a big part. He had like a reoccurring. He was like the main henchman. Oh, so he was in it a yeah, lot. But he had the funniest scene because he like died for like five minutes. Oh, the movie, the original the movie. movie. Buffy. Oh, I gotta yeah, rewatch yeah. it. Yeah, I yeah. never saw the show. Oh, yeah, that's cool. I'm sure he's great. He's really good in like Home Alone two or something where he plays the weird like. Oh, that's Joe Pesci. You're thinking? No, of. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Miles, hmm? Nick. Yes. How is your password hygiene? That what? filthy, disgusting. Ha- so password hygiene is a, your is a term. Your habits on passwording, how, how you password protect your accounts. Uh, this is a cybersecurity provider has managed to get themselves in the media by complaining about how shitty our password hygiene is. Yeah, well, they're looking at how, like, because we always see the listicles that are like, these are the dumbest fucking passwords of right. 2018 and uh. shit like that. But this is more about like the habits that people have in regards to how they even use their their passwords, which is interesting because I I fall into some of these categories. They say forty percent of people rely on their memory to remember their passwords, right? Alone, just full on memory, and seventy eight percent of respondents uh, to the survey had to reset their password in the last ninety days because they forgot it. Yeah, not a great way to remember your passwords. I use a password manager because I started using. I I've I the one time I thought my Gmail may have been hacked, I fucking I went off the deep end and just started doing all like the super, you know, alphanumeric mixtures of emojis, even gifs, whatever oh, really? I had to do. Yeah. I uh the only thing I do is I just try to make my passwords really uh like inside jokey for myself. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> so I just try to make them fun and that's I I just remember them. But I definitely have to reset like old passwords all the damn time. Yeah. But yeah, I just try to give myself uh I'm probably bad. Probably someone could rob me. They say the other thing is that seventy two percent of individuals reuse their passwords in their personal life. I don't even know what that means exactly. Oh, it's just like, like you so- always use the same password. But- oh, Oh, rather okay. Outside of work, probably that's right. I think that's the distinction. Right. Yeah, I mean that that's that's bad hygiene. I've also read that like strong password, like Microsoft issued a report back in 2014 saying like strong passwords are overrated. Like nobody's trying to fucking hack your password. Admin, admin, bro, all day. But like, as long as you're not using one of the ones that is fucking uh like admin or like one two three four five like the ones that. The hackers immediately guess, like probably have like a code that just immediately guesses those. As long as you're using one that's like personal to you, I feel like it probably is. Oh yeah, overrated. I don't right? know. I'm not a security expert, right? I'm the, I'm the trade guy, right? You know? <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. the trade. You're a trade expert. Yeah. They say, uh, yeah, a lot of people, and but they say people are way more cautious with their work accounts than they are with their personal accounts. Like right. they found way better habits with people who are using like all their work accounts were way better secured. Well, probably because the average person 
is to be honest with themselves, their personal online stuff is pointless. And <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, nobody's going to garbage. Right, right, But right. at work, you might actually need well, to. Well, and also work makes you like change it every A couple lot of them do. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oh, it's been three months. I'm like, okay, watch me add another fucking percentage song to that. <laughs> Uh-oh. You yeah. just revealed. Maybe it's not it. Okay. I'm just saying a habit. I know other people do. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But what I do, oh, look, truth be told, it's an asterisk. Okay. Yeah. That's how you know. I mean, everybody uses that. That's how I know I'm being transparent with the audience. You can also use acronyms to like, just do a sentence so that it doesn't make any sense. When you, but... do, when you say inside joke passwords, did you ever do inside joke names in your phone book on your phone? Uh, At one point, I only had nicknames in my cell phone. Oh, I, really? Because I thought it was amazing to throw people. I don't know. I just yeah. didn't want people to look at my phone and be like, who's Mushroom Cock? I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't know. Wait, you had a personal relationship with Donald with Trump? With Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, damn. No, I have to put in a short sentence, though, for everybody. Uh, like, right. even my cousin Sam, he's just like, I, I, I got a I, Sam. Sam, Sam and kid I was just of like, my mom's sister. Who the hell is Sam? Mom's <laughs> sister's kid. Yeah, I do. Everyone's like, either last name is comedy or... You know, oh, right, however right. I met them or podcast right. or, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. so-and-so's husband or yeah. whatever. Mine's right. like Erica Fence. Right. Yeah. I have some real vague shit yeah. in mind that I'm just like, I don't know. I have like one that says Elmer Soccer Boston. <laughs> in mind. I have a few weird have ones. You See, that would work soccer for me. in Boston? No, it was a dude who just moved out here from Boston who I met at a pickup game was like, yeah, I don't know. Like, what do you do right. for fun? And I was like, I don't know. I should be kicking it with. I don't know if we get along, bro. But right. I'll take your number and I'll make it weird. So when I see it, I'll be like, mm. "No, that's not weird for me. That's love." Yeah, soccer yeah. Boston for me. Yeah, soccer like, Boston. Yeah, that's, right. I'm, I'm in. Bingo. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Taco Bell real quick. They're uh, getting in the fake meat game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plant based protein trend, man. Yeah, I mean, this is like the Beyond Meat and the other one. What's the other? Uh, Impossible. Impossible. Yeah, like yeah. those are both like. You know, taking off, making a bunch of money. Well, yeah, they're only they're right market now, cap is great, dude. dude. Skyrocketing market capitalization. They're 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 testing two meatless menu items, but sadly, it's for consumers in Spain and Finland at the uh, moment. Word. Uh, I didn't know because they know they won't complain over right, there. Yeah, it's weird. not along. It, they, I didn't know there was Taco Bell in Cyprus. Oh hell yeah, dude! Because they have like a halloumi. Crunch wrap supreme? Yeah. It's like, the only thing that's holding yeah, that like, society damn. together. It's, it's Taco Bell, yeah. It's more surprising that they have Taco Bell in Finland to me than they do yeah, in Cyprus. Yeah, I know. Well, the it's food just there weird. is... Ugh. Oh, you don't like Finnish food? No. Oh, man. I always finish I don't it. even know. Yeah, hey. I actually don't know what it is. I don't even know what it is. Reindeer? Yeah, probably. Fish? Reindeer and like fish that's been left out. And yeah. Moomins. Yeah. That old cartoon. Yes. Uh, Whatever those are when you cook them up. I am... Um, Going to get a lot of dude. Uh, finish Zeitgang, <laughs> drag him. Uh, but <laughs> the things that they're doing, yeah, that's like with I don't know oats and beans and shit like that that they're making. The, my whole thing with this is again the beef at Taco Bell is mm. otherworldly. Nobody ever assumed that was beef. In that I have never had beef like that on in this world. Right. Uh, it's so at least partially sawdust. I've always said if it changes, I don't. I feel like this is a, in a way, I feel like they already knew what they had was probably plant based or something. Like, right. Yeah. Like we only, it's only 2% beef. Right. But yeah. now it's like, it's all completely plant based. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I'll just, I'll eat it either way. Cause I, I've not, I don't go to Taco Bell for the meat. Right. I'll go for the poison. Yeah. A little yeah. sauce on that. Yeah. Poison. A little hot fire. Uh, I, I find the whole Bell. thing, <laughs> I find the whole thing terrifying. Like 
this the all the fake meat i just feel like they just know like the planet's dying like we have to figure out new ways to feed people oh yeah we'll absolutely pretend right. that there's a rise in veganism and just like it's right. i feel like it's all a conspiracy <laughs> just to figure out how we're gonna get pellets down our throats right there's like literally no way to sustain life on this i planet. bet they're feeding us the rich are feeding us food that is makes our fat or our meat nice and marbled so when they can eat us yeah so when the things go to shit they can eat us well, and we'll be nice what? and marbled jeff bezos come and get me fam because the marbling on these thighs Woo! <laughs> yeah fucking eight Fucking A7 Wagyu. Fucking creating new categories of this shit. Yeah. Purely beer fed. Uh, Purely beer fed. <laughs> relaxing on the couch, smoking blunts. Right. You know what I mean? Very Massaged. good modeling. Massage, that, yeah. That good podcast vocal cord. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Nice yeah. and stretch. We're not going to eat that. You know, they just want this thigh. Nice and chewy. Not like to the vocal cord would be pretty bomb. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Mm, well, I don't know. It's like a hot pot. You know, yeah. it's like cartilage or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Ooh. if anyone, you know, uh, uh, the Travis, the homie that's the butcher, do y'all eat uh, cow vocal cords? What yeah. do y'all do with that? Let, let us know. Let us know. Uh, Nick, it's yes. been a pleasure having Thank you, man. man. Yeah, what a great first-time guest. Very cool. I appreciate uh, it. Thanks. Where can people find you, follow you? Ooh, you can follow me on whatever at Nick Castellini. That's all the things, Nick Castellini. And you can listen to my podcast, Hella in Your 30s, wherever you do that kind of Pod stuff. Castellini. Yep. Uh, Hella in Your 30s. We come out every Monday. My wife and I uh, figure out how to be adults in this current dystopia that mm-hmm. we're uh, trying not to drown in. What's and a tip you've learned for how to be an adult? Get a bidet. Ah. Um, try to do your own taxes. Oh, just try to – basically the the takeaway is just like attempt to do things that you think are too hard because usually you can break it down to some sort of uh, – uh, you know, one, two, three, get it done kind of thing. Yeah. But also ma- mainly what we do is we just talk to trash to each right. other. We've been together forever. We love each other. Like hijack a plane, start flying it. Even if you haven't taken lessons, mm-hmm. you'll just like, we're you'll gonna, know how to, you'll figure gonna, it out. We're going to do that once our Patreon hits like 75 grand a month. <laughs> there you go. Hijacking. Yeah. Yeah. We need this first uh, prop plane real quick. <laughs> yeah. uh, and is there a tweet you've been enjoying? Oh, uh, no, I hate Twitter, but okay. uh, yeah, Twitter's the worst. Sorry, everyone. Um, but uh, my friend uh, John Loose wins—that's his Twitter handle. John Loose wins. He's funny. And uh, okay, this is a dirty one. You guys cool with that? Yeah. All right. Uh, the Peloton ad accepted to my husband giving me a dildo that's way too big that I work on every morning for a year. <laughs> <laughs> At John Loose wins. He's hilarious. Otherwise, uh, stay off Twitter. John Loose indeed wins. Uh, Miles, where can people find you? Uh, find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Well, what's a tweet you've been enjoying? A tweet I like is from Jabuki at Jabuki. Yeah. And this one cuts. This one's gonna cut deep in this room with some Uh-oh. immigrant kids in here. But it says marriage story, but it's two immigrant parents staying together even though they have nothing in common except for the country they came from. <laughs> oh shit. Oh god. <laughs> Oh, God. My immigrant grandparents, well, they were also cousins, but (laughs) they have a couple things in common. Yeah, a little more than just the country, okay? Give them credit. Uh, Some tweets I've been enjoying. Andrew Durso tweeted, Billie Eilish, I don't know Van Halen, 36-year-old beard guy. (laughs) Ha ha, wow. Every dad on here is really mad about this. Billie Eilish, I don't know the hold steady, 36-year-old beard guy. You son of a... Getting held back by friends. You motherfucker, I'll kill you. I'll fuck... Uh, And then also... (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, I love Billie English or whatever her name is. 
I love Willie Willie Eyelash. <laughs> Willie Eyelash is cool, man. And then Cody Johnson that. took a picture of a juice bar at a uh, Whole Foods that said, "Life is what you juice of it," and just wrote, "This isn't a phrase. This is nothing." Uh, and wow. that's it. You can find me on Twitter, Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Or we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what's that going to be today? This is from Sports. You know? Yeah. Sick-ass band name. Oh, hell yeah. They're from Oklahoma. A little band. Uh, but I just like their, you know, this one has like a trippy vapor wave kind of aesthetic to it. It's called Shiggy, S-H-I-G-G-Y, Shiggy. Uh, just listen to this as your 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 concerns melt away and you mm. go into a Technicolor dream. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for today. We will be back this afternoon telling you what's trending and then tomorrow with a whole new podcast. And we'll talk to you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.